All right, here we go. So, okay, let's be honest about what happened this week. I have a trip coming up in three days, two days. And I was really just kind of planning on putting content on hold for a while, and I started to burn through my stuff. So I was like, okay, I got to get an agent in here. Kind of in vacation mode already. I'm not going to lie to you. So I was like, okay, I need to find two agents by the end of the week. I was like, who can I call? I was like, oh, wait. I happen to be related to two of them. So that's who we got in here. We got Travis Maddox, who's going to sit in the back seat because he's the middle child for the first little bit. And then we're going <laughs> to switch seats with mama's favorite, Al. And we're going to talk a lot about real estate, but we're probably going to get into some personal stuff at some point. So uh, bear with us. We'll try to bring it back. Uh, so we're going to try to keep it professional. First things first, mm -hmm. why are you mom's favorite, do you think? Why am I mom's favorite? Yeah. Because I treat her the best. Pull the mic a little bit closer. Because I treat her the best. You just pulled yourself closer. <laughs> no, because I would do stuff with her. I mean, not much anymore since I'm married. I, I think that's gone out the window <laughs> since I got married. I don't think I'm her favorite anymore. So is Trav the favorite then? Trav is Heck definitely no. not the favorite. Heck no. Who is dad's favorite right now? Definitely Trini. me. Trini? No. Nah. Trina. I've had people tell me it was me recently. It's definitely not you. How do you, okay. It is surely not you. Okay. It might be, and don't call me Shirley. Might be me. Maybe. It's definitely not Mac. It's not Mac. It's not Mac. I don't think it's Beans. I don't think it's Beans. Probably. It will be Beans in a little bit when It'll she goes beans. on her mission. Yeah. Three months. But yeah. it's not. Trav? Probably not. No, I'm. Trav doesn't go to the gym with us. I'm pretty just like. Trav just like shows up for Yeah, Sunday Trav's kind of sometimes. like taking a vacation from like extracurricular family Animal. stuff. Yeah. Not in a bad way. Wow, just we're, we're just jumping straight into this. But I, yeah. I guess it's indicative of what our life looks like because this is this is how we were raised to kind of talk about business and real life, kind of all in the same. So well, there's no difference. There's no separation. There, there isn't, and, and no for better separation. or for worse, right? Yeah, no separation. Which has its pros and cons. Pros for us. You work too much. Who said that? His ex girlfriend. Sorry, bud. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Are we talking about ex-girlfriends on this show? Already? Felt right at the time. That feels yeah. a little too personal. This is a family show. Family show. We'll keep it family rated. Okay, so you're how old now? 23. I'll 23. be 24 next month. Okay. You've been an agent for how long? A year next week. Congratulations. How many houses you. have you sold? Do you know? Off the um, top of your head? Just shy of 50. Clap it up for the kid. Thank you. Thank you. Good job. Thank you. How many did you sell in your first year? 45 or something like that. So you beat him. I'm at yeah. 47. Yeah. <laughs> Just shy of 50. He's better than I am. I'll openly admit that. Well, that's okay. It's cheeks. Oh, thanks for asking. I had 58, I think, <laughs> in my first eight months. <laughs> okay, but I had a national, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, the market is definitely, you kind of jumped in at the very tail end of one market and you're kind of having to like say everything I learned in the first six months of real estate doesn't it's apply gone. anymore. It's gone. Yeah. Like how, what would you say is different today than, than when you started? When I first started for the first, like what was your six, focus? First six, seven months was just getting somebody to sign right away when I saw them. Okay. Cause if they didn't, the house was gone. Yeah. Right. It did not matter if you don't, it was, was essentially sign. And if you don't, I don't really care. I'll find someone else who will because 
they're lining up essentially. And when people were asking you why that was like the mood, why that was like the vibe, because that was, I, I, before you jumped into it, that was kind of what we had to start telling people is like, Hey, this is the reality of it. And people didn't want to listen at the time. Right. And so they would reluctantly go up 10, 15, $20,000. And then within six months, I would say it snapped. Right. And all of a sudden it became 30 to $50,000 over to win. And then all of a sudden it jumped from 50 to a hundred thousand right. dollars sometimes, at least in our price point. Yeah. What were you telling people? when you were in it right then and there where you don't know anything different, you're just saying, Hey, this is what it takes to get a house right now. When people were saying, why is this going on? What were you telling people? There's a, there's a myriad of things. One, one of the biggest things I would tell people is that there's just not what enough is a houses. myriad. Many. Okay. Several. Um, Look at you. Yeah. It's professional. <laughs> it's a professional <laughs> podcast. Um, okay. So there's a myriad of things. There's a myriad of things. The biggest thing is that there's just not enough houses. There's yeah. just not enough houses for the amount of people who want them, especially in the price range that we sell. Um, if you want to go less expensive, if you want to go more expensive, you can probably find something a little easier. But we're hitting the most average price point, around so, 500000 So with interest rates going up and the market slowing, right? I saw a statistic that said new home starts are down 16% year over year, right? That, so if you want to use that as kind of your ballpark estimate as to how much the market has slowed down or cooled, you're down about 16%. Now, what are you telling people as far as like, Hey, this is what's driving this for me right now, as far as driving the slowdown or driving. Yeah. Cause it, it wasn't that it it wasn't that builders all of a sudden caught up and we met the demand that, that, Kim Gardner talks about with the 40 something thousand household shortage right. that didn't all of a sudden get instantly solved. No, for me, it's, um, fear is the biggest thing. People are scared of what's my rate going to be once I close in 10 months. Cause that's about our build time. Um, but then also they can't even afford it. Like even yeah. if they wanted to, even if they were had balls of steel and they wanted to, they just cannot they just so cannot. you're you're 23 mm-hmm. you bought your first condo two years ago two years ago yep um you paid what and it's worth what i paid 234 sweet worth worth i don't know now round four probably shout out shout out I got you on that one. You know that. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Okay. I sent, for those of you listening, I sent Al a contract on his mission when he was about six months away from serving or, or six months away from being, being done helped. serving your LDS mission. Yeah. I sent him a contract and I said, don't ask me about this. I'll co-sign with you. Sign it and we'll be good to go. <laughs> and you got a unit that is just fantastic. Oh, it's like right. It's, it's right on Utah sweet, Lake. Yeah. Nothing in between you. Like it no. looks fantastic. And it's been a great property for you. You brought roommates in, they help yep. you rent. They pay that might it. not be an option anymore, right? No. That for people. So what, what are you telling 23 and 24 year olds that are listening? Cause uh, we've had a huge swing in our demographic. There's a lot of people my age watching. There's also a lot of kids that are 18 to 24 years old. And I think what part of what they might be asking is, Hey, if the market's going down, this might be a decent time to jump in. Yeah. Right. What, w- w- yeah. What are you telling kids your age that are saying, Hey, should I send my brother a contract on this mission? For sure. I just sold a house to a guy last week who's 25. Um, and he's terrified, absolutely terrified, which I love seeing that because that's a very real emotion. That means he's actually thinking. If you're not scared right now, not that I think you should be scared, but you should at least be a little bit nervous. But what I told him was, I, I asked him what his alternative is. If he's not going to buy now, what's he going to do? Are you going to move in with your parents? He said, hell no. I said, okay, good. I wouldn't either. That sounds terrible for me. Um, or you're going to rent, which he's doing right now. And he just got a call from his landlord that his rent's going up 400 bucks a month. Do you know what he's currently paying? 
I think he was paying twenty two hundred a month. So twenty two hundred, Mister Math Numbers guy. Four hundred dollars is what as a percentage from twenty two hundred. Does that make sense? Yeah, you're. It's like a twenty percent increase. Yeah, I was gonna say sixteen seventeen. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say I th- you're somewhere between fifteen it's to steep. twenty, which it's steep, but it's also not uncommon from what people are predicting rents to go up in the next twelve months. I, and so what I told him was. Well, what's that driving that, right? We've got to talk about what's driving that for and a second because I, that housing demand that has been well-established in Utah that started last time when we had to slow down from 2008 to 2012, that, that, in that span, builders stopped building for four years. But kids didn't stop graduating high school. Kids didn't stop graduating college. People didn't stop living their life and growing up. So houses stopped. Families kept creating more and more people. And all of a sudden, as a nation, we have a massive housing shortage. One of those is specifically in our market. We were not able to get into that, to break into that for the last eight to 10 years in this crazy run. We're not, we haven't really talked about it, but, but we've, we have not been able to dip in, at least in Salt Lake City market, to dip into that current shortage, especially when COVID hit and everything went crazy. So what happened is you still have all of those people that need a place to go. Right. And, and Utah is amazing. We've done a great job of relocating employers here, relocating different companies here. We've done a terrible job, though, of spreading them out. So all of that 40-something thousand household shortages across the state, but a lot of the numbers are 60 to 70% is all within about a 20 to 30-mile radius mm-hmm. of Lehigh. Right. Right. So it's just it's it's a crazy thing that's happening. That 20%, I think, is going to be very very common right so back to your question about what do you tell people i just explained to him that when these when these rates are keep going up which who knows what they're going to do nobody does um that's every time that there's a raise it pushes people out from being able to afford it yep even if they wanted to so that creates more renters more renters equals higher demand higher demand for those of you who went to college i didn't uh, economics 101 even i know this supply and demand the more the more demand the higher it's going to cost so rents are going to keep going up and the way that i explained it to him was if you don't want to worry about your rent going up if you want to have it stabilized for 30 years buy a house because you know exactly what your rent or your mortgage is going to cost you every month the only well yeah so your payment is fixed the only thing that changes is that that appraised value right right which is what a lot of people have a lot of their net worth tied up in is what the 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 amount of equity that they have in their home so as soon as that starts to go which we've seen a 15 percent erosion i would say across the united states in the last 60 to 90 days people are freaking out a little bit sure but i i remember when covid hit the way that i felt at least was i got okay two young kids third on the way um crazy time luckily i'm in a house with a payment that i can afford so when we get quarantined it's chill right we have the space that we need and when rents were going up or rent deferment was going on there was just a bunch of weird things that were happening with rent my payment didn't change right my payment stayed the exact same it actually dropped when i was able to refi when interest rates dropped to two and a half to three percent and now i'm in a house that is doubled in value with an interest rate in the low three percent range like i can't sell that right and that's that's why you buy real estate and wait. Yeah. If you're trying to day trade real estate, you're not going to it's it's not going to do anything for you. But if you have the idea in mind that I'm going to hold it for 
five years, two years, or even longer, you can make some serious money doing it. And it's it's a pretty safe bet. So are you still buying? I'm still buying. I'm moving. I'm under contract on a place. It'll be done in December or so. Uh, build? Build. Townhome? Yeah, townhome. In? Saratoga. How did you decide on the location? It was a brand new community. I'm a big fan of buying early in communities because I don't mind waiting. And I also don't mind construction around me. And typically, at least with Edge, they'll discount stuff at the beginning. So in, the way I see it is it's a really easy way to have baked in equity okay. by the time I move in. Okay. And so you were going from a condo to a townhome. Mm-hmm. Why were you like, okay, now's the time for me to move? What like what? What did you notice in your life where it's like, okay, time to move from the condo to the town? What are you doing with the condo, first of all? Are you going to sell it and use the down payment? No. So I, my plan right now, I, I don't need any help with the down payment. I've got that. I've been saving up. My wife and I have been saving up. And you'll put down um, as a percentage how much on the next one? Planning on 5%. Okay. So about 25000 mm-hmm. Right. Your purchase price is 500 ish Just shy of five. Okay. Um, and then as far as the, the condo, my payment on that's 1160 a month. Right now, rents in the area are about 2200 a month. Wow. So I'm going to rent that out. That's a big chunk of my payment on my next one. Yeah, so your payment on the next one, do you know what it'll be, ballpark? Right about 29 I think. Okay, so right around 29 let's say $3,000. we are not mortgage people. We don't know exactly what it's going to be. It's just like a ballpark. Yeah. Um, that's a third, 20, of my, that's a third of my payment. Yeah, so, so you're going to offset, and you're going to get a half-million-dollar house now for two grand a month. Right. Right. So... And, and I'll live in that one for another year or two and do it again. And then figure something else out. Mm-hmm. Find what's next. Okay. It, in my mind, it's it's the easiest way and the least expensive way to to get a rental property. Do you have a lot of friends doing that right now? I have four friends that I grew up with that I've convinced all of them to do that. And how's so, it working for them? Are, do stuff. they all have good jobs? Like what? Run through, don't like yeah. name names or anything, but just run through what their demographic looks like. Yeah, so one is he just got hired or promoted to be a foreman single married single okay um he's a foreman for a construction company he does concrete um the other buddy is a i don't know he does something with tech he's a nerdy guy (laughs) he just (laughs) i don't know what he does it doesn't make sense to me but he programs he's a programmer okay um and then the third one single single yeah third one is a he's in school works part-time as a salesman for a tech company and his wife's a nurse. So are they both going to be signing on it to qualify then? Do you know? Those ones are. Yeah, okay. They are. But the other guys, they're doing it by themselves. What percentage would you say they they are going to use as down payment? Ballpark. Probably about 3%. Okay. Did you them. see the NAR stat that came out this week? I don't know. that. I don't think so. Uh, they said that the average down payment across the United States this year was 7%. Wow. So. The other thing is two of those guys are buying in Saratoga right next okay. to me which qualifies for, potentially depending on the buyer, qualifies for USDA loans, which are awesome. They're meant to get people into rural areas. Those can be 0% down. So um, one of those guys is doing that. So that's that's a huge bonus too. I mean, you could get into a house without putting any money down. It's ridiculous. Hmm. So. Okay, well, sweet. The rates are even more attractive. The rates there are incredible. Yeah, it's a good point. Um, Especially for a 0% down. It's 
pretty remarkable what they're doing just to try and incentivize well, and that's, growth. <coughs> excuse me. That's going to be that we've talked about it a little bit. We had Clay Winder in here from the Red Sign team. We talked about um, if they go to a 40-year mortgage option like what Matthew's trying to roll out yeah. and payments all of a sudden drop four or $500 a month, you'll see real estate go again. Well, and that's the guy that and I, I saw. I saw. Sorry, I saw an advertisement again for another bank that's doing a 40-year arm. Oh, really? And, it, and it's not like that's killer. it's starting to become a common thing. That's killer. That's what that 25-year-old guy, that's what he's doing is the 40-year um, first-time home buyer, 0% down. It's, that's, that's it's a, a crazy, crazy program. I don't know how they do it's it. It's a crazy program. I don't know how they do it, but it's legit. So if you've got anybody, I'm doing one right now, and Mackie's killer. They're, they're doing a great job. Their people can be a little slow sometimes, a little more difficult to work with, but they have some creative stuff. Okay, so uh, an unrelated question, but now you're a year into it, and I would love to get your opinion. Um what would you say it's been like working with family? I love it. But I would say that our family is probably a little bit different than the majority. Um, we've always worked together. We've always done something together. It's always been business. Like if you come to Sunday dinner, I don't know what normal people talk about. But when my wife first started coming around, she's like, that was that was really intense. Like, <laughs> were you guys mad at each other? I was like, no, no, it's just Sunday dinner. We're we don't actually care about what we no. were talking about. No, we're chatting, but it, it doesn't matter what we do. Yeah. It's competitive. It's intense. I mean, it can be cornhole in the backyard. And uh, Trav. Trav. Go. <laughs> Dad, Dad actually wanted us to bring that up. Why are you not more serious when it comes to the game of cornhole in the backyard? You know, I'll be honest. I felt like I was taking it pretty serious because <laughs> I, I threw three bags. All three of them hit the hole, and then he said, throw it higher. Wait, how many went in the hole? <laughs> None of them, but I was right there. I was zoning in, okay? I'm not lying. Dude, could you, can you guys hear me when I'm chirping to Steve the whole time? Uh-uh. Oh, I sit there the whole time. Oh, Trav's so pissed at the dog right now. Just He's so grumpy. And so I just, so every you're time, amping him up. I'm every time, myself up. Every time I see you, like, because I know when you're oh, getting yeah, annoyed. Absolutely. I know when you're getting frustrated. I shut down. I told Steve, it's like, he's got to put some mark on it, man. <laughs> Steve goes, throw it higher. I'm like, <laughs> Trav launches it, Moonball, to I'm prove pissed, a point. I'm pissed at this stupid dog oh. barking over and over. Nobody's oh. saying anything about this dang <laughs> well, dog. We're all laughing. Because we don't care. We're locked in on I the know. game. I, I start meowing oh. in his backswing. <laughs> <laughs> but I was accurate that for those first three throws, and then he says, throw it higher. So Okay, my but they didn't go in, so were you really Alec, that accurate? Who do you my think? smart Alec so, throws it 30 feet in the air. So when you look back on that. I would do it again. Just one of the many fights that we've all had in the backyard. Yeah. Who won? I don't. I would say you won, yeah, actually. I won? Yeah. Wait, How did but, I win? No, I just meant us. Yeah, we won the game, we but won I'm saying between you and Steve. You and Steve uh, yeah, start going think, at it. Yeah, I don't think either of us won. Yeah, that means he lost. That's not what he thought. That means he lost. <laughs> he felt like he won. I'm going to bring it up again on at dinner. <sighs> Who do you think his favorite is to work for him? Me. Yeah. You think? No yeah. doubt. No doubt. Who's the second? Who's Who do you think causes him more headache at work, you or me? Probably you. You. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Take that from the podcast. Okay. It's Boo's podcast. So, no, Chav, it's you. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'm a Boo's Shout Chav. out. Okay, reset. Reset. <laughs> you really think so? Yes. Do you? You genuinely think so? Chav just kind of does his thing. Yeah. Chav I do my thing. 
Do you really want me to comment on this or what? Is this for the podcast or is this for us? You think he hates me the most? I think he Not despises you. you. I don't think he hates you as much as he just loves That's why I started you. going by Boo. He actually asked me to. Did you know that? I did not. Yeah, he said I was embarrassing his name. <laughs> I don't even tell people my last name anymore. Yeah. No one asks me if I'm Steve's son anymore if I just go by Boo Maddox. No, it's a good move. They, go, they talk about Boo instead of Steven. I just go by Al. Yeah. Yeah, you changed your name. Why do you think you changed your name professionally? Because I was sick of people calling me Alex. Oh, dead ass. Yeah. No, it's I a have, good move. No, it's a yeah, good move. I, I yeah, I, I got your voicemail the other day. Yeah. Is your name not Alex? <laughs> yeah. Wait. Thunk. You'd be Why amazed. have I heard so many people call you Alex? <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. I, I was at calling the... you that for 20, you said you're 25? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Alex. I'll spell it for him, and it's Alex still. A-L-E-C. <laughs> oh, Alex, nice to meet you. It's because if we're talking about, like, Alex Truck, Alex... No. Plural. Alec, no, I can see that. Uppercase apostrophe. Uh, possessive. Uh, possessive. Possessive. I am pretty possessive. What'd you get on the ACT? Uh, 23. What'd you get? A lot higher. 17. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what did you really get? 28. Shut up. What'd you really get? I think a 32. I yeah. hate you so much. <laughs> What'd you get? You got what? I think I got a 23. I, got a I only took it once. I did too. I got a 17. I was like, that's good enough. Don't I'm you get pro- a 16 for putting your name on it? Yeah. I, I think when I got I think a 17, when I got a 17, I would say that was the first time that my reality kind of shattered. And I was like, what? School might not be it for me. Cause I really <laughs> tried on that. Like <laughs> I gave that the was, college track. And then like when I enrolled at snow twice or snow once didn't go, went to UVU. I tried UVU for, for two semesters. Thank you for saying enrolled and not went to, went to, <laughs> that's where I finished school. That's it. When boo lived at snow college, when I lived it, that was a good time for me though. That was a good time for me. I did almost get suspended the day before, but I'm going to be honest. I was approaching it with a different attitude because I knew I hadn't been in class the whole semester. Mm. So if you're going to suspend me for the prank, suspend me. I'll go down with the ship. No, I I had a golden opportunity. I went to Jeff. I went to Zach. I was like, hey, listen, I am my brother's keeper. I did this on my own because it doesn't matter. Who got in the most trouble growing up? None of us really got caught. And none of us really got in that big of trouble. Did you ever sneak out? I never had to. Did you ever sneak out? No. You never had to? What's no, that No, I mean? would just say, I'm leaving. And they're like, all right. Stop. Yeah. I was just all gonna, night? All night. Till when? Whenever. I hate you so much. That's not real. I swear. Stop. I swear. No, look. I was on my I mission, so thing. I guess I don't know. I found out this thing. If you just say, hey, I'm leaving, they never <laughs> stopped me. <laughs> what was your curfew? Yeah, 1030. Really? Promise. Until you graduated? Serious? Have you not heard this story? No. Oh, you weren't with us. You were on your mission. So driving, <laughs> Say it like that. It sounds like I'm dying. Driving to drop me off at the MTC. I, I'm still bugged about this. You're Mom still says, bugged because my curfew was midnight. Yes. And I was way more responsible. You I had am. the 1030 bedtime. What was your GPA? What did you finish high school with? Three. I think I did not try. What'd you have? Like did you ever maybe a three five? Did you ever make honor roll? Oh yeah, almost exclusively. <laughs> like three nine, but I never went to school. I don't school. know why we've never had this conversation no, before. Like I almost never my senior year, there's not a single week that I went to every day. Like you went to every day of school? Yes. I had okay, get this. So I was in the FFA. I was a future farmer of America. And I knew the that. teacher who who was in charge of it, he bailed hay in the summer and had sheep. So I would go and help him in the summer. Stop. Swear. 
Swear. Stop. I went and helped him in the summer. You're the ultimate brown no. noser. Get this. You are the ultimate brown noser. Hold on. You are the ultimate brown noser. This dude was in charge. Stop. You do not do that. He was in charge of attendance. You school. would go haul. Stop. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> so I would be gone. I would text Danny and say, hey, Danny. <laughs> yeah, we were on a first name basis. <laughs> And I'd say, hey, you're you're his free labor, man. Oh, yeah. You were. De- <laughs> yeah. You walked in. You said, I'll do anything for an A. And he says, can you haul hay? He said, let me see those fingers of yours. Can you haul hay with those hands, son? So I would throw Golly. hay for him. And then he, and he happened- would. He would give oh. me attendance school credit. So I. I hate you. Almost so much. never went to school, especially senior year. Like almost never. Did you get all your little friends out of? Out oh, of- yes. One hundred percent. So we'd be shooting because I had a few wow. classes with Danny. We would be shooting shotguns up on the hill. He'd call me. He's like, hey. During class. During class. Oh, yeah. We would just leave. (laughs) (laughs) What did your teachers think? Oh, I don't know. I wasn't there. (laughs) But I would just leave. And then Danny would text me and be like, hey, are you coming to class? I'm like, maybe. He's like, okay, I'll mark you here. No worries. (laughs) My senior year, I only had to take, like, I think it was three classes the last half of the year. In order to graduate, mom and dad made me do a full class list, and I had to go every day. No, all, you chose to do that. You don't have no. to lie to us. <laughs> Travis, Travis. Well, no, they made me. No, go to don't don't no. make me take AP math. No, please. No. You guys, you I'm guys in the ALL even, class. <laughs> you guys didn't even let me finish my story about my 10:30 curfew. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, sorry. So mom and We're dad driving. don't trust you. We're driving to the I don't, It's not that. They just think you're fragile. Mom Keep says, going. Mom says, Trav, I got to ask you, and since you're going on a mission, you can be honest. I said, okay, what's up? Why were you always home at 1030? I said, that was my curfew. Stop. Mom thought you were doing it. She says, no, we never set a curfew for you. Anytime you'd leave, I would say, and this is mom talking, she would say, what time are you going to be home? And then me, Travis, would always say, 10.30. Because you thought that was your I curfew. Thought that was my curfew. <laughs> He's so cute. They pulled the wool right over my hey. eyes. Wow. No, you pulled your own wool. Wow. I, that just explains it, everybody. That's the difference. I, I was brown nosed teacher, so I didn't have to go to school. That's so stupid. Travis was home by 9.45. So you guys know I barely graduated? Yeah. Really? It came down to one sociology test. Then I told the teacher I had a concussion and I couldn't remember what her class was, so she gave me her study guide. What was the teacher's name? Beckstrand? Yeah. That uh, lady, maybe. she was a homie. Maybe. I don't remember. I had a concussion that year, so I, I don't remember. What. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lay. Rule concussion? number four, kids. Live with a lie. Die with a lie. Gang game. <laughs> what, um, what advice would you give to somebody that does work with family? Because you, what was your first job... I'll start off as my assistant. Kind of. That's a weird term to. I'll allow me to be two That's places at once. Term. Is kind of what it came. I did everything Boo didn't want to do for two years. Yeah. And then a little bit more. What did you learn? What would you say you learned coming out of working? Because you were really the first person. We have multiple people that like work and are around us now. Mm-hmm. You were the first person that I would say like I kind of started to hire somebody. Yeah. What would you? What would you say like after two years? You're like okay. What did you learn about me that you didn't know? And what did you learn in general? Hmm. I mean, I know you pretty good. We've been around yeah. since forever. Um, things that I learned. I honestly attribute mo- a lot of my success to that two years of doing 
the crappy stuff of real yeah. estate. The, the addendums, the paperwork, the texting people back that's dealing with stupid appraisers, like whatever it is. Yeah. That's For me, it was always anything that wasn't like the actual sale was yeah. the parts that I was like, this isn't the fun part of the job for me. Well, and then everything after the sale. Like once you had the contract signed, I took over Yeah, for 10 months or whatever the build time was. Um, biggest thing I learned, I don't know how to just do the crap to get to the good stuff. It's just part of it. It's just, you just got to get the crap. There, there's the book, what was it called? Eat the Frog. Yeah. Uh, you just got to eat the frog. Take care of the biggest thing in and the morning. I th- and I think that was what I learned the most was just eat the frog, suck it up, buttercup, get it done. And and then you can get to the fun stuff. But then it, it's it's taught me how to deal with realtors. It's taught me how to deal with grumpy buyers, um, everything. So that was the biggest thing I learned in general, I would say. Um, about you? Yeah, I don't know. We got really close. I mean, because we were we in that. Back to back, like in a like small little tiny, office. Yeah, yeah. No windows, <clears throat> working in the dark. Because <laughs> you came to every meeting with me. Like, I, I was took everywhere. you. No, I was just I took up. you to brokerage presentations. Mm-hmm. You would help me get breakfast. Like, yeah. and do you know what you did? I think that was huge for me more than anything is I took all the time that you took off my plate and I reinvested it back right. into my family. Right. Right. So, like, instead of having to leave at 8 or 7.45 in the morning to go and pick up breakfast before a brokerage presentation. I was able to get my kids out of bed. I was able to feed them breakfast. I would slide in last second, right yeah. before the brokerage presentation, have food, have flyers, have everything ready. Right. So you were huge. Like I, so thank you for that. Cause that was, Absolutely. that was a crazy time, but that was like where I really, you were the first thing that allowed me to take some of my time back and get to know my kids, get to know my wife, get to like, cause I'm in a very different spot. I would say two years now, with where I'm at with them. Yeah. And and that was kind of that first step for me that I was able to do that. Well, and it was awesome for me because I got to do those things that no other assistant would should, should have been doing those things. I let you be closer to the madness than what like my current assistant is. Absolutely. Yeah. I was there like your agents knew me, like they would call me if they had stuff other than buyers. So if they had issues or they needed information, if they they needed to get to me quickly, if they, like they would call me. So I had, firsthand experience of what being a realtor was without the risk of a full-time commission job. Yeah. So that was really, really fun for me. Cause it, and that's when I knew like, Oh yeah, like this is it. This is what I need to do. I've wanted to do it since I was 13. Yeah. Um, when did you know you wanted to be an agent? When I was sitting in parade of homes, taking tickets. Yeah. Um, th- there's supposed to be an agent there weren't there. And I was helping these people and I was like, Oh yeah, you should buy this house. And like <laughs> I sold, I remember I sold a house. And I called, I think it was Brady Jex. I called Brady Jex and told him, like, hey, these people want to buy a house. And he's like, okay. And he sold him a house. And right then I was like, okay, okay. This is sweet. <laughs> okay. I kind of dig this. And ever since then, it was like, and then as I grew up, started going to school, similar to you, where I realized, like, I hate school. I hate it. I love to learn, but I hate the way that school was for me. I don't, I don't think there's anything bad about it just not my style. I can't sit still and focus for that long. Um, but yeah, that's when I knew. And you knew what, when did you know you weren't going to school? Cause you came home from your mission and this was a hotly debated question around the family because you told everybody you were going back to school. That was my plan. Who called it from the beginning? You came home, came home. You didn't enroll for school right away. I got home. So I actually got home later than I was supposed to. Um, 
missed the initial. I got home in November, so I missed the. What is that? The fall. Fall semester. Fall semester. I think it's called a trimester. I missed the second trimester. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't miss that one. They get grumpy. <laughs> that one's bad. Um, but I missed the semester starting, so I was like, okay, that's fine. I'll work until the next one. The next one was, so that was 2019, the end of 2019, November. March 2020 is when COVID, and so, like, everything went online, and I was like, ain't no chance I'm doing it online. I'm barely going to get by. So you by. did enroll? I was going to. I was like signed up. I was going to go to. UVU. Why didn't you enroll for that January? <laughs> Is that what it starts? <laughs> you could have enrolled for January and got a right. Um, right. Well, because I was working or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I don't I know. know. I, don't I remember know. the first time. That's what it was. I, I was called working. it. I called it like in my head. And then as soon as you missed the first opportunity, I was like, I started to get more vocal. Everybody's like, he's not going back. I was like, no, I he's he made me a promise, boo. He's definitely going I, back. I never made that promise. I'm like, mom, I love you. He's not going back. Yeah, I'm not going. But no, so I like I never started. I graduated high school barely, and thanks to Danny. Shout and, out Danny. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I haven't gone. Well, I did do 120. 120 hours for my real estate class. Shout out. That's, that's about the extent of it. But that's um, the way that I saw it is by the time school came around or the time for school, I was working for you. And I knew that I, but by that point, I was confident. I wanted to be a, an agent and I wanted to sell houses. And I knew school wasn't going to help me as much as the opportunity that I had yeah. already. Uh, so in my head, I'm not, I would never say I will never go to school. Because I do love to learn. I love to read. I love to, like, learn oh, about stuff. I you love, love to, to read. read. You love to learn. I love to read stuff like like the Kempsey Gardner Institute stuff. Yeah. I love reading that. But that's because that helps me be better at my job. I don't love reading. I don't know what they read at college. Sociology, psychology. <laughs> that stuff doesn't mean anything to me um, unless it helps me with what I'm doing now. So I wouldn't shut the door on college in the future when I'm bored. But for now, it's not going to help me right now. You recently got married. Yeah. How long ago? Uh, Six months ago. Her name? Her name is Jamie. Shout out Jamie. Shout out James. 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 What are, you have a whole bunch of nicknames for her. Run us through what her nicknames are really quick. Okay, so her name is Jamie. Okay. James, Jimmy, some others that I can't, you know, repeat here. <laughs> Jimothy. <laughs> Jimothy. Really, it just depends. I'll just kind of say random stuff to her, and she... Almost always responds. She'll say something. Yeah, I call her dude a lot, yeah. which is weird. People think that's weird. It is weird. It's a little weird. You've been married, sorry, I know you just said it. Six months. Six months. Got married in March. Yeah, people think it's weird. I don't know why. It's just, like, for me, it just makes sense because she's my homie. Yeah. She, like, her and I are best friends. What has been as different about being married than you were thinking? You always have expectations going into it. What's been different? Different, um... Just dealing with how different her and I are as far as the way that we go about solving problems. For me, I'm, pro I'm more of a take it head on by yeah. the horns um, and just figure it out, kind of gut through it. If I mess up, then okay. Um, for her, she's very methodical, very planned, oriented. Um, and when she has a plan, she likes to stick to it. She doesn't like yeah. changing very much, which is weird because she's very spontaneous. Um, she just likes... Yeah, she likes planning. So that's been the biggest for me, I would is say. Is having to plan. 
Yeah. I like I remember yeah. that was one of mine and Courtney's biggest fights like in our first year was I would text her, like, Hey, I'm wrapping up and to me that could be fifteen minutes, right. that could be two hours. And like ninety minutes later, she would text me like, "Hey, where are you?" And I'm like, "I'm sorry, like I, right." I, and I would just start heading home. I would just drive home, right? And I, I where do you think you get like the? Because mom and dad, I think we're bad communicators. Oh, horrible. And, <laughs> sorry, dad. That's the thing though about our family. Going back to working with family, our family is brutal yeah. and upfront. There is no hiding what you're thinking. If I think that you're full of crap i will tell you you will have you won't have to guess yeah you'll know um so steve knows that pops knows that um there's no short it wasn't something that was important and i no. it's just it's interesting that we both have had the same yeah. fight mm -hmm. on that yeah um but i will say my wife is an angel well she, yeah so you you sell a lot of houses yeah. you work a lot a lot a lot and i know that you've taken the trips and stuff which is great i struggled to do that in my first year um what do you think she's had to learn? I Because she didn't, her family's a little bit different. Very different. For us, it was very common. If you have work, it doesn't matter what you have, you can miss it. You work. And everybody will rally around and support. And like, if you can't be there, but like dad was great about being to a lot. I always felt Baseball like he was games, there for the else, right? most part, even yeah. through high school. Mm -hmm. um, what has she had to, what would you say she's had to adjust? So her dad's a banker. He's been a banker for like 40 years, 30 years or something. Shout out Grant. Shout out Grant. Absolute stud. I love Legend Grant of a man. Pieces. Love Grant to pieces. He works nine to five. Very consistently. They have dinner 530 every night. Like that was a thing. Um, he traveled a good amount, so he wasn't necessarily there all the time, but he was there a lot. Um, and I am not. An early night for me is like 630 or 7. Yeah. Um, so very early on, before we even got married, because I started this job right before we got married, I just sat her down and explained to her, one, the possibilities of what we can do with the job, what it can allow us to do, um, but then also like what it's going to take. And especially in the first year, two, three years. Um, and I just was like, babe, I am going to work a ton. Anytime I get a lead, I'm going to run it. If I tell you I'm going to be home at 630, it may not it's happen. A loose it's a very, very loose <laughs> yeah. 630. I will call you when I'm on my way home. I will try to close them before 630. But it's not like if I have an appointment, 50, call 50 me. Shot. If I have an appointment, call me and say, hey, I need to go see this house at 8 o'clock in the night. I'm there. Like I just have to be. Um, and I got really good advice from Kyle Haskell. He was our sales manager at the time. VP of sales. I don't know what his title was. But he just said, get her buy-in. Get her buy-in 100% so that whatever you do, She's there. She's yeah. there for it. And that's been some of the best advice that anyone's given me just because, like, sh I, gave, she got, I got the buy-in. She knows what it's going to take. She knows that sometimes I'm going to come home and eat dinner cold, and I'm okay with that, and she's okay with that, which is huge for me because I don't feel like I'm torn between my wife, who I absolutely love and want to hang out with, and the job yeah. that I absolutely love and want to do 100%. And do well at it. And, oh, and, and kill it. And it's important it. for you to do well it's at it. It's very important to me. Yeah. Not just because, yeah. That, like, that's a whole other episode in and of itself, why it's important for you to do. Like that, I, I don't even want to go down that road because that's, that's, that's an entirely another that, yeah. Yeah. conversation to have. So for me, it's just like I don't have to choose between the two because she knows that she is the most important thing to me. This is how I can help her. This is how I can make it so 
she can achieve the dreams that she wants in the future. Yeah. So it's not one or the other. It's this one because of her. Well, and it's, it's showing the vision. I think that's right. one thing that I always felt like I was very, very clear on what my goal was and what my vision was and where I was trying to take my family. Sharing that with, with my wife was a weirdly difficult thing to do for me. And I, I, it took me, it took me a couple of years and I don't know if it's like, uh, something I was born with. I don't know. Like, but for some reason I struggled. I couldn't figure out why I felt like my wife wasn't all in with me. Interesting. Right. Which it, it wasn't, it wasn't that, but I, I struggled to feel like she was working and doing as much as I was. Um, and I'm not normally like that. I'm not like a comparer. I'm not one that normally looks to the left and right and says, are you working as hard as I am? Cause that doesn't, it doesn't impact me. But I, I really struggled just to get the vision across and so i almost felt like there was like tension i almost felt like it was like a fight and it's it's so crazy like obviously it's another entire episode for us to go into the parallels that like i am drawing between what we all witnessed growing up and what we're currently experiencing now that we get married now that we're in a dating life there's so many things that you come with in this world so like adding somebody on like you added somebody on that is incredible and like she has been a great it's been really fun to watch you guys grow up really really quickly and and watch you get better at this in the meantime yeah so kudos to you um I, I, that's it that's that's a great episode we're going to turn this into its own episode i think we'll do an episode with travis next week what 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 are we going to talk about next week anything specific i don't know Anything you want to cover? Cornhole. Who would you say has the worst daddy issues out of all three of us? You. Really? Absolutely. <sighs> he and I have a different relationship than you and him. Yeah, he's soft. Which I didn't you. understand until I had kids. He is soft on you. Oh, yeah. It's he and I have a much more emotional That's what I used to call it. And now that like I have kids that I, I treat very, very differently... You guys have probably seen it, and you're like, hey, wait, you, you know you used to make fun of Dad for this, right? Yeah. Well, and I think it's a good thing. I do, too. Because you and I, you got to slap me before yeah. I listen. Like, you yell yeah. at me however much you want. I don't care. It doesn't do anything to me. You got to smack me. You, if he tells you that he's disappointed in you, he might as well, like. I'm going to jump off a cliff. Yeah like, yeah. like, that's all it takes. Yeah. But, no, I Suicide think is never the option, by the way. Don't jump off a cliff because dad's mean to you. Logic wrote a song about it. Go listen. <laughs> so to wouldn't it. that mean that you have more issues than I do? No, I don't think so. I guess define issues. Maybe we'll define issues next week. Okay. I yeah. can't wait. That's going to be great. Yeah. Well, that's the end of the episode, gents. GG's. Thanks for having us.